Fred Film Radio Interview. Freddy Radio, this is Chiara Nicoletti from the Audicon, the Audio Description Conference 2023 in Rome, Italy. I'm glad to be again with Pilar Orrero, professor at the University of Barcelona and super expert <laughs> in the field. Yeah, that, that, they all know you. Chiara, you're terrible. Thank you. Thank you for welcoming here in Rome. It's fantastic to be back here. So, um, now, this is the first edition of this uh, Italian conference on audio description. And you, you, you were and you are the keynote speaker, uh, which means, as we said, that you're one of the major international experts on audio description and media accessibility in general. But, um, and you founded Arsad. Uh, what's new in audio description and, uh, what did you tell the audience today? Uh, I just want to anticipate that you talk about a very modern thing, the metaverse. Okay, uh, what's new in audio description is, um, I talk about the metaverse, but there was also something new, uh, which is the easy to easy language that Elisa Perego uh, was okay. talking about. So uh, audio description is like the basic um, accessibility um, service, and then on that we're building the other services so you will have easy audio description for example and it is doesn't mean that people who are blind are stupid and they cannot process the message faster what it means is that the message is more compressed and it's easy to understand so it takes you less time to process what they're explaining and for example when the action is happening very fast or there is some very complex action and you need really functionality you really need to get very fast across uh, what is happening easy to uh, audio describe could be a uh, could be a complementary solution to audio description. It doesn't mean that everything has got to be easy to audio describe. It means that sometimes it might be a solution to have this easy to audio describe. That's what we're doing. As you know, we uh, work and a lot with uh, with cinema, with film, with TV series, and uh, you know, I'm always interested in film accessibility because I think we are not talking of a small number of users, but a large segment of the audience. But this seems to be still something that people don't know or pretend to not know. So uh, what do you think we should tell filmmakers to make sure they understand that accessible version need to be done and need to be done well? I think um, filmmakers, they need to understand two things. On the one hand, that it is a human right to have access to cultural production. If we have a sector of the society who can't have access to cultural goods, I think this is uh, its not a good idea. And, um, and, and I think it is... I mean, I can't imagine any filmmaker not wanting their product, their, their, their work, to be accessible for everyone, including people with disabilities. So that's one thing, a human right that uh, I think it should be very much kept. Otherwise, we are creating cultural ghettos, and that's uh, not a very good idea. And the other thing is that I think um, filmmakers should be aware that perhaps they can do the audio descriptions themselves, or at least to start with the audio description, because that would be portraying, it would be giving the, the, a very authentic um, a view 
on what the work that they've produced is. So it is. it would be sad if I audio describe a movie that uh, someone has made and I give my rendering of that movie. It would be much better if the author of that movie gives their rendering. That rendering could be done in Italian, in, in any language, whatever language is, is the, the filmmaker. And then it could be translated and, and of course, adapted and, and localized to any other language or any other culture. But to me... If a movie, a filmmaker has made a movie and also has done the other description, it would be fantastic. It would be double winning um, because I would have like a double great opportunity not only to meet the filmmaker and his work, but also what the, how, the, how the filmmaker sees his work or her work. So that's my two takes for the filmmakers. And I hope they listen to me <laughs> because... I think it would be much, much better. The quality, I mean, some movies are a bit sort of like white boiled rice, very plain. But some movies are fantastic for one reason or another. It could be the action, it could be the... the and that, I think, it should be highlighted by the, by the... I mean, if I made a movie, I would like to tell why my movie is special, what I, you know, wouldn't you? Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, plus all that, you know, some people think, okay, I, I just have even, you know, the the field that is full of dialogues needs, you know, another description of how that dialogue happened or what those people are doing while talking, uh, if they're... Uh, exchanging looks, if they're literally, I know, Absolutely. slightly touching each other. I know yeah. the the little details to make a film or make life. Absolutely, I mean, you just described why, isn't it? It definitely. Yes, you're right. I'm a film critic sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> And speak about that. Do you think that the New European Accessibility Act will finally have an impact on the spread of accessible versions in Europe? I think the European Accessibility Act at the moment, nobody is paying much attention. But I do hope that in June 2025, when it just becomes into force, anything that is not accessible will not be distributed in Europe. Now, I don't know if there would be any penal penalties in terms of money. I don't know if there will be money penalties. And that's where it really hurts at the end of the day, uh, that you have to pay a fine. Now... If you would have to pay a fine um, for that, for example, uh, Apple, I mean, we think that Apple, Google, all these majors are untouchable. It's not true. Apple had to change the plug to charge mobile phones mm -hmm. for the European um, universal, you know, the universal uh, switch. Mm -hmm. And the only company that was against that was Apple. And at the end, Europe won. And Apple, only for Europe had to change the plug-in, you know, the, the, the switch uh, to, to charge your mobile phone. So if this, to me, if this worked with Apple and Apple had to change that, why not it has to change everything else? And, and it must have cost a fortune to Apple to, to change all this. So in a way, it was, it was a penalty. Same with Netflix. Netflix, yeah. Netflix... Uh, Netflix um, had an issue with the ADA in the U.S. Okay, and they told them, 
uh, you can have two things. Either you pay a penalty or you make all the move. Everything that you make is accessible. So it didn't cost them any money. It wasn't a penalty, but it was a creative penalty in the sense that they had to... So I don't know if Europe will take this sort of opportunity to give the, these companies, of, okay, I'm not making you pay money to Europe, as a, but I give you the opportunity that from now on, I don't know if you, how creative Europe will be, but I do hope that from June 2025, everything is accessible. You will feel like going to doing community service instead of going to jail, but... <laughs> I know you're a fan of example. <laughs> I like the idea, yes. Yeah, you are going to do accessibility community service. It's like what we say about pink quotes. Whatever it takes, but at least we, we get that we thing. Get there. Yes, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, since uh, last time uh, we saw you at the Venice Film Festival last year, you presented with other experts and our Federico Spoletti from Subti some results from European projects about subtitling for immersive content and VR. And you also mentioned Green Scent, uh, a project about green accessibility. I know and we know that you are always involved in a number of different projects at the same time. Can you give us like a quick update on the projects that you're working on right now, except for, for maybe the metaverse and what you just Okay. Um, if you want money for research, you have to follow the trend. What are the two, the three words at the moment that they are, you know, there? First word is artificial intelligence. So what am I doing? Audio description and artificial intelligence, of course. The other one is the green deal and we're all going to fry unless we do something about the environment. So, yes, I have Green Scent, um, which is a project to do with educating people about how to become um, more sustainable in their lives. Uh, for example, um, something that is incredible. I don't know if you know that uh, there is more CO2 produced by media than by the aeroplanes. By the, the Yes, it's amazing, and we are not aware of that. We keep on producing every day more and more content, media content, the TikToks, the, the movies, uh, the, 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 the photographs that we do every day uh, with our mobile phones. All these, they have to be stored somewhere and they have to be co cooled down. The cooling down of any selfie that you make, it's amazing. Imagine the number of selfies that they do every day and it has to be cooled down forever. I mean, this is crazy. We're going bananas. So I think we have to educate uh, the people not only to stop drinking water from little plastic bottles, but also to stop taking photographs of the Eiffel Tower. There are millions of photos of Eiffel Tower. Bring one down from Internet and reuse it, darling. Don't take any more photographs of the Eiffel Tower or the Leaning Tower of Pisa. Okay? Stupid things like that. Or delete what you don't want anymore. You take 1,000 pictures of your, your daughter, well, just keep the one that you want and delete the rest so you don't have an engine cooling down the photographs that you don't want. That's what we're doing in Greece, Green Scent, for example. So I'm working in the metaverse because I think the metaverse has to be accessible. I'm working with uh, sustainable media or the lack of sustainability in media content and with uh, artificial intelligence. Wow, Pilar. Uh, finally, that's what gives me the money to do the research. If I if I want to study how the Greeks did audio description, nobody would give me money. I have to follow 
the scent of where money is and the fancy words that they are there. So As I said, whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Finally, uh, Fred, as you may know, is currently involved in the promotion of In Cinema Film Festival completely inclusive with all films accessible, but also collateral all collateral events accessible, but like uh, Q&As and masterclasses. The idea is to promote here in Italy a culture of accessibility and inclusion that still needs to be promoted. Do you think that In Cinema, for example, could work at the, the European level? I think it will, and I hope exactly what you've done here it could be replicated in all European countries because we need that sort of education we need that sort of um, raising awareness uh, in cinemas um, unless we, we make it we, unless we normalize accessibility services it's going to be like pushing a piano up the stairs you know we keep on preaching and preaching but it has to become normal it has to become a completely normal activity That's what we need. I mean, if, if you try to open a cinema and you don't have the fire extinguishers, mm -hmm. they're not going to... And the fire extinguisher costs money, right? So if you want to open a cinema and you don't have subtitles or you don't have audio description, you can't open the cinema exactly the same as the fire extinguisher. I don't see the issue. You know, that it should be for free. Why it should be for free? You, don't, you pay money to the... And you don't make more money by having a fire extinguisher. The fire extinguisher, if you have it and if you don't have it, you make you sell exactly the same number of tickets. So don't, I mean, I'm a bit sad and tired that in 2023, I am still asking, will we sell more tickets? If I, have, I don't care if you sell more tickets or not. You have to have it, like the fire extinguisher. Don't give me this sad excuse for not giving a human right and having access for everyone and stop having ghettos, cultural ghettos. So, yep. I am a bit a bit uh, challenging today, am I? A bit no, no, but <laughs> I, I love it because that was the final question and I loved your answer. So that was the, the spirit today. So thank you so much, Pilar Herrero, and I really hope to see you again for your mm, super incredible project. Uh, we'll be there with you. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you, Chiara. It's always a pleasure being with you. Thank you for this intelligent conversation. Thank you. Fred, Fred, Fred. 24-7 on Fred FM and smartphone app.